The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 85. 85. 85. Man, everything I own smell like weed. It don't smell like weed? And it, no, it's the shirt. I was like, I, I can know I ain't got no weed in my pocket, but must have just been a backdraft. Do one called No the Hell You Didn't. Well, they got one. I'll tell you about the one they got uh down in Houston. Yeah, about the courthouse. Yeah. Ah, no, they be rolling up on motherfuckers at the courthouse. They got somebody that, you know, of course, somebody be in the studio, but they got a motherfucker out there with the microphone. Go up to people in the line that's going in the courthouse about what they what you in here for. See, they got a nigga down here on these trumped up motherfucking charge. I'm gonna say see, see what it was. See, motherfucker trying to say I had three hours on the shit. Really motherfucker had two joints. They trying to, but see. He wrote it up wrong. <laughs> he wrote it up wrong. Nigga, that shit's so funny. What nigga. you down here for, bro? Shit, a misunderstanding. It's just, a, it's a slight misunderstanding. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just down here because, uh, uh, hell, they said I had to come down here. That You know what I'm saying? They say I ain't got no charges and then they just told me I need to come to court. And, and, and you know, they going to throw that shit out. They, they, you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Shit, it's great like that, bro. Shit, what you mean when I'm ready? Hell, I ain't even supposed to be here. You in the building, baby. Hey, what's up, man? It's your man Carlos Miller, 85 South Show. You are not going to believe who I got in the studio with me today. You're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. This how, is this how much we coming up. We got real people in the studio today. I'm in here with my man, nephew, Tommy. Carlos, Nephew, what's up, man? What's up, man? I'm in here, man. Man, they call you nephew. I should call you Uncle Tommy, nigga, <laughs> way you out here doing your thing. I'm trying to hustle, baby. In the street. I've been waiting to run into you. I, I'm mad as hell. We ran in together. Uh, 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 I'm talking about since then. Since then? Since then. Yeah. Because you, you do this... Um, this comedy like competition, yeah. and I heard you was getting away with about fifteen thousand. I gave ten grand away. It was, see, they yeah. wouldn't even let me in. Yeah. You, you didn't know you, that, did you? No, you could have got in that. They wouldn't let me 50, in, bro. Fifty comics deep. They said, "No, bro, you 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 too established." I was like, "I need that money, man." I had fifty comics. This was in Columbia, South Carolina. I had fifty comics, 
And uh, it was over the course of a whole weekend. I'm funnier than all them niggas. You, you probably just are. You called probably me are. and gave me that check. And man. I had that ten grand. I wrote it. It went through all that. All that. Yeah, they cashed it. You gonna do it again? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good. It's a good competition. I need some sponsorship. That was know, ten grand that's out why my I was damn saying, pocket. You know, we need stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but man. that was ten grand out my damn pocket. So you got it. You don't yeah, even you know, miss it. I ain't got no problem getting back here at nine then. Try Every to, nine then. Try to show some love. Well, you can get back directly to the community. You can get it to me. I'd take and it you over there you're going to get it to the community. I'd take it straight to Yeah, them. okay. I'd take it straight yeah, back yeah. to the community. You're going to make sure Auntie and Big Mama and them and everybody got baby it. Baby Mama, little sister going to yeah, get a Honda. Right there. Once you get the Baby Mama, all of it's gone. I'm going to give her us off the top. She ain't going to know it's 10000 I'm going to give her 1200 yeah. She's going to think another income tax came through. <laughs> He got two income taxes. How many kids you got, Carlo? I got one. One? Yeah, I ain't making no more. That's good. That's I don't good. think I like my son. I just got him to the age where I like him. How old we, is he? He's seven. Oh. I don't like. I don't want to have another son then have a favorite. You know what I mean? Like right. me and my son, we on the groove now. Mine nineteen. I don't like him. You know, see, but yeah. you remember when you liked I don't him like though? Him. Yeah. I used to love him. Right. Now he just my son. What happened? You know when they get eighteen. They different. They di- what? What well, change? You start trying to. You start feeling that man. Start smelling on. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you you think you more man than your daddy, and you think you know everything. Oh, you didn't. He didn't try you. No, he ain't tried me. Yeah. No. Well, you know you well, gotta get his back dirty you, so he can be a grown man. Bring this into the camera. When your motherfucking ass feel like, <laughs> run the fuck over here, and I swear for God and cheese and crackers, I'm gonna tear your whole ass out. Hold up, let's You ain't gonna be on, uh, hold on, Carlo. You ain't gonna be on track team, no motherfucking more, cause you're gonna be limping. All that triple jumping, long jumping, whatever the fuck you doing, they're, they're gonna kick your ass out of Howard. That's what the fuck they gonna do. I'm sorry. I know, that was a real daddy moment. Yeah, I ain't want you to come back. Don't put your glasses that, back on yet. All that run over here though, yeah. that shit they ain't happening. Hold up, cause you said a specific, a specific time frame when you wanted him to do it. Yeah, when- whenever the fuck. Your ass is ready. See, that's a time in the black household. Whenever the fuck you think you can run over here to your daddy and whoop my ass, then you try it. And I promise you, everything in the room, you're going to get hit with that motherfucker. From this goddamn computer, this goddamn bottle of juice, this motherfucking microphone, whatever the fuck is in the way. I'm going to tear your ass up. Excuse my phone. I'm going to hit all kinds of shit. I'm sorry. You got emotional. Yeah, I just, you know. I ain't never ran up on my daddy. Never. Never, ever. Can we never, never th- talk back to my daddy, never cussed at my daddy. I ain't never done nothing disrespectful to my daddy. This would be the perfect time in the show for us to give a shout out to all the real daddies out all there. All the real daddies out there that raised the hell up out your kids and made them good men and good women. We want to take our hats off to you. To you trifling motherfuckers. Speak to them. To you trifling motherfuckers. Speak to, that's like why we got you on here because yeah. I, I know no, you be wanting to say this yeah. on the real you show, but you can shit. say that shit you on here. you motherfuckers that don't take care of your kids, running from child support, motherfuckers got to chase you and shit. You done found a job that don't calculate how much money you make and you don't want to show them no love because you don't like their damn mama. You a full of shit motherfucker and Woo. I can't stand your bitch ass. Woo. I can't stand you. Take care of your damn kids. If you laid down to make them, then damn it, you got to push it for 18 years. And if you a real daddy, you will push it for 20-some years because you know the child still ain't shit at 18. Say it. Just like man, he ain't shit yet. Now he gonna wow. be shit when he's 25. Let me, let me, I hope my son looking. You gonna have to be something by 20 fucking five, okay? You got to. Something. Please. You got to. That yeah. was a real ass moment. I'm sorry. And, and you know what? Don't apologize. <laughs> it's a whole lot of fatherless people oh, who man. needed to hear that. There's some kids out there, man, want a daddy. Want a daddy that's going to show them some love and put you through college, take care of you. But them daddies is just don't want to. I got some partners that I don't fool with partners I that don't you. take care of their kids. You got to, I don't want to be around no nigga that don't take care man, of their kids. Man, she calling me by child's. But what motherfucker? How come she ain't got it? Hey, man. 
Now, yeah. now, now, here go one I don't like. I got one of them baby mamas. You don't want her calling you. I just <laughs> take it over there. Let me tell you what I don't like. I don't like when it get to the celebrity level. Yeah. When I hear that somebody, let's just lose Puff Daddy. Okay. $20,000 per child. Per child. Slow the fuck down. Your ass don't need 20 goddamn thousand for this baby. If all the other babies in the neighborhood is being raised up on 750, mm. how come yours at 20,000? What is the, what what you do? What the baby doing for 20 grand? I don't know. I don't want them kind of babies. No. no. <laughs> I don't. I want them huggies babies. That ba- that pink bottle of baby lotion baby. That don't cost no 20,000 though. I want that diaper bag baby. Oh my god, I just got some news on my phone. Now this you ain't got no baby coming, dude. Nah, bro. this gonna take this down right here, though. Uh-oh. What happened? Hey, man, pull this up, man. They say Prince died. Hold up. Wait a, wait a, wait a. Somebody Stop. found him dead in his home. Ain't nobody found Prince dead nowhere. Prince had a concert in Atlanta last weekend. Nah. You need to, we need to pull this up, bigger. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Breaking news. This is a terrible way to find out. Right here on 85 South. Right here on the 85 South show. Shit is going to be purple rain tonight. Is this true? I don't know, man. We finna see, though. Pull that up immediately. My phone is is out of of reach. Roger Nelson, right? Prince Rogers Nelson. Turn it on. Turn the TV on. Cut this. Cut. Cut. Stop. Cut. Take six. Prince ain't dead, man. That's false. I know. We were talking. Hey, shit got real. We need to move that to the back. We need a real father moment. I know what to say. It's your show, bro. I know what the people want to hear. I've been talking to the people. What the people Shit, I know what they want to ask. I got all the questions. How you get your credit straight, Tommy? All that. I know what they want to talk about. Uh, Twitter would kill your ass. TMZ did say that. TMZ has somebody at the house. TMZ did say that. TMZ be there. What the fuck was wrong with, what the fuck? Welcome back to the 85 South Show. It's your man, Carlos Miller. You would not believe who I have in the studio with me this afternoon, man. <laughs> this afternoon. I don't know when you listening to it, but right now it's this afternoon. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show co-host, comedian extraordinaire, one of the funniest niggas out here. <laughs> He's like the, one of the funniest eight niggas out here. He got about 12 characters that he do. Y'all show some love, my man, Nephew Tommy. Yeah. We in here, man. Yes, sir. My man, Nephew Tommy, man. We go back. We did the Michael Vick All-Stars of Comedy, man. Yeah, Shreveport. Shreveport, Shreveport Louisiana. You went out there and beat they ass. <laughs> we went out there and beat they ass. You remember they had the dog protesters out there and oh, everything? Oh, man. And I told Mike I was going to go to a store and get a pack of hot dogs and throw it at him. He's like, don't even worry about it. Man, they had a dog over there that actually, but they brought a dog out that only had three legs. Yeah. Did you see that one I across saw the that street? one. And they tried to put it, they had him in a little yeah. vest like he was a veteran. Why would you bring that dog on that day? I don't know, but it, it was, it, we was we was all looking out the window tripping. How you been, nephew? I've been good, man. I'm grinding, I'm hustling, I'm trying to, you know, I don't quit hustling, it's in me. I know, I, man, you gonna uh, never quit hustling. Uh, you get it. up every morning, do the radio show, and still find time to hit the comedy grind. Yeah, man. you got to, got to hit the comedy grind, and you get to the point where, you know, uh, Let's it, take it back. For at least two weekends out of a month, I got to be on somebody. Let's day. take it back, man. What, how'd you start? What what made you fall in love with this comedy girl, man? Because, you know, we love her, but uh, she's so nasty. Ooh, she a beast, ain't she? She nasty. She a beast. She a little freak, too. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I go back. Let's see. I, I, was, uh, I was in college. 
with Texas A&M. Texas A&M. And um, in between college and the summertime, one of my boys told me, he said, man, you need to try to do some stand-up. I was like, nah, nah, I'm an actor, you know? Yeah. I don't do that. I don't do I'm a, jokes. I'm a thespian. Oh, okay. And um, they, they talked me into getting on stage, man, on an amateur night. And uh, I actually won the amateur night competition. Yeah. And then you I got some money. I got that bug. I got one little one a little change. All, all it takes is a yeah, little change. Man. I think it was about a hundred dollars. I said, this that's is it. large. But a, see, people don't realize a hundred dollars in comedy money, Woo. that's like a thousand in like work money. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Tell because, the truth. Because right? my first like first gigs were like fifty dollars. Yep. Hundred and fifty dollars, but it felt like you was making five hundred because oh, you was just good. telling jokes and feeling good. All I want to do is go tell the joke, get that gas money, get back home. That's it, you know. And then you get to the point where it's like five hundred. I'm like, oh man. And then you keep telling yourself, man, I can't wait. I start making a thousand dollars. What? Every time I do a show, I let's talk about that first thousand. That's yes. crazy, ain't it? Oh my god, that telling first jokes. Thousand, actually, that check right there, I held it for a minute. I just kept looking at it. Looking at, it. I said, then my mama said, you better go and run that through. For you it. need to go ahead and do that. It don't go through. And, um, Your first thousand dollar comedy check don't even have nothing to do with comedy. Lou. You look at it, it be like B and B construction. You don't know, <laughs> you don't know where that check came you from. Know, and you don't care where it came from. All you care is that you made a thousand dollars. That's it, man. And now, oh my God, it's the, retarded. The numbers is is blessing. It's a blessing. It's blessings. The numbers are just blessings. So um, the comedy game started, man. I started doing comedy. Uh, I used to do nothing but stage plays. Right. And then in the summertime, you know, I would do I would do stand up. And then when you know when the summer be over with, I go back and do stage plays. All the plays you heard about, you know, Mama, I want to sing. My, all that, my, my, my mama don't smoke crack no more. All that, you know, <laughs> I need a man, I need her man. You Confessions know, it, of a lonely black yeah, girl. Yes, all yes, yes. Your arms too short to box with God and anybody else. You know, <laughs> I saw one that a lot of people ain't heard about. Called huh. "Bitch, You Burnt My Neck" with the cr- <laughs> yeah, you was in there. <laughs> I'm in love with the crackhead. My baby dad is an auto mechanic. Yes, <laughs> I did all those plays. Yeah, and uh, and then I started. I managed to do do stand up in the midst of it, man. It, I got I, I kept getting better and better and better. And next thing you know, I was I was doing Showtime with the Apollo. That was my first TV show. Yeah, to go do stand up. Tell me about that, because you know, like when I talk to the OG comedians, when I say Boy. OG, it ain't got nothing to do with age. I'm just talking about comedians who came from that yeah. era of that real comedy. If you grind. go out once you go out there on the Apollo stage. And you get past, you make it through that three minutes yeah. of nobody booing you off that stage. That's the biggest blessing in the world. It's a game changer. Because that first, because you know, and Steve was telling me, he was like, hey man, what's your best joke? I said, I say, that's what I'm going to close with. He said, no, your ass ain't. That's what you're going to open with. I was like, huh? He said, you need to open with the best joke. And I was like, well, what am I going to close with? He said, I tell you, this. I don't know what you're going to close with. But I'll tell you what, if you don't open with this, your ass ain't gonna close at all. <laughs> that man gonna come out here dancing and, and run your ass off this stage. Yeah. So I came out there with my best bit, hit him in the head for two and a half, three minutes, and uh, came off stage. They gave me a check for seven fifty, and I was like, "Yes, I made it through Apollo." Yeah. But um, and then BT, and then you know, next thing I know, man, I was, I was the opening act for three, three and a half years for Luther Vandross. Hold up, Big Luther, Big Lou. I was with Big Lou and Lil Lou. You was with both loafers. I was with both loafers. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's some What's some of the crazy stuff you've seen at the Luther concert now? Because these grown women. <sighs> these grown women. What the grown women be doing? They just, they, they, I have seen draws hit the stage. The draws. Yes. Grown woman draws. Ain't, these ain't, not like panties. These draws. Them draws. <laughs> I didn't see a slip. <laughs> No, she you didn't. don't know about a slip. She ain't throw the I slip. I didn't see a slip. The whole slip. Yes. That's when your gr- that's tell them what the slip is. A slip is really your grandma sleep it's in. It's your grandma where she sleep in. It go underneath the whole dress. So it's like a dress under a dress. Exactly. That's that slip. And they threw the whole slip. The whole slip hit the stage. Wow. They don't wear slips no more. What was it like the opening for Luther, man? You had Luther out there laughing. Oh my God, I had Luther laughing, man. But you, you got to be clean. I came out tuxedo every night. Yeah, you know, uh, no profanity, no nothing. You go for like uh, 20, 25 minutes in front yeah. of Big Lou, and then Big Lou come out and just do his dog. I think the most difficult time was uh, Big Lou took me to Europe. Oh, word. So we was doing the whole UK, and I was like, Yeah, we finna do the UK and the band. I used to hang with the band. Yeah, and the band said, Yeah, we finna play our same music. Your ass gonna have to write some jokes. They don't want them country ass jokes you be telling in the United States. He's saying you got to slow your speech down. You talk too damn fast. I'm like, wait a minute, man. My jokes ain't gonna work over here. So, dude, I had to get a pen and a pad. I walked around London yeah. for about eight, ten hours just just writing out everything that was funny to me. And I was scared because they scared me. Yeah. I was like, nah, because you know, in the States, I'm getting the <laughs> house. You know, I got them exactly. laughing. Man, I got over there and my first night, about 50, 60%. Laugh. Yeah. I said, okay, 
I'm going to go back to work again. I went back to the pen and the pad. Went back out walking the streets. Yeah. Kept came back second night, 75% of people standing on their feet. And I was like, yeah, there we go. There I got them. Third night, you know, I had everybody. I got all stayed. Big Lou say, so you got them. I said, I got them now yeah. in 25 minutes. But I swear, if I got to go 30, we in trouble. We in trouble. <laughs> we said, in trouble. If you, if you got a, 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 a wardrobe malfunction and don't get out here in 30, I'm in trouble, man. So, but he taught me a whole lot, man. I learned how to be a perfectionist. Yeah, so what is, what was some of the things that you learned, like having to go outside of the country and actually have to get back to the to the foundation of comedy, <laughs> digging in the jokes, pen and pad? Oh, man, pen and pad. Because, you know, you when you start building up your whole repertoire of jokes, yeah. you just start adding to it and adding to it. Next thing you know, you got 45 minutes. But when somebody tell you you finna go back down to zero and start all over, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I got to start from scratch. So starting from scratch, you just say, hey, I got to do it. Let me ask you this. You know, comedically, we get selfish with the material, right? Yes. You got, you, and you on every morning. Yeah. You ever stop yourself and be like, uh-uh, I'm taking that one to I the have. stage? I have. I have. <laughs> I have. Ain't that, that's, comedic, have. that's like some selfish I, artist it, it, shit. It, it, it's, it's, it's selfish to a certain extent, but you know. And then there's some jokes that you get, you actually tell on the radio that you say, okay, I know how to take it and flip it. Right. And guess what? Even though you said it on the radio, everybody ain't heard it. Yep. You know, and the way you're going to flip it when you get in front of a crowd at a, at a comedy club. Come on, man. You gonna stab it and kill it and just lay on thing like, ooh, I thought I heard that on the radio, but that ain't the same thing. No, it ain't. So there's a way to take it. And uh, but I have been selfish with my jokes. I have got over here. And me and Steve actually wrote something down. I was like, yeah, let's not say that <laughs> one. Say that one. Uncle. We ain't gonna do that one this morning. How you get linked up with Uncle Steve Harvey? Man, from birth. Birth. From birth. Yeah. You know. But I'm saying, you know, as far you know how this, but you know this what? entertainment and the family we, thing. Here's is. a trip part. We talking about Luther right now, right? right? Talking about when I was with Luther. So I I actually uh, uh when we left the UK, came back to the States, Big Lou said, Hey, we gon we're gonna take like a break for like about three months. Yeah. You know, go on hiatus. I'm a writer, he gonna write a new album, and we're gonna be right back out on the road in the States again. I said, Okay, cool. So I went to LA. And, and hooked up with my boys that's got a, a crash pad. You right. know, a crash of pad. Of course, a flop house. You, you know what I'm talking they about. They got the new show about that. We've been doing this for years. Wow, I've been doing that. They got the that. comedians in the flop house, and they just go in there by spending the night and do the show. That's a good concept. Because let me tell you something. It's been going on forever. I forever. stayed where I was staying at, man, my boy Clyde's house. Clyde had about five, six people in the house. Yeah. You know, when you open the refrigerator, it's, it's sticky notes on everything. Exactly. You know what's yours. You know what ain't yours. You, you gotta, ain't really got nowhere to sleep. You just got to fall asleep first. You got, you got a pill in the blanket and a, and a corner of the floor. You right. know, you just find out where you can. Hey, I'm over here tonight by the TV. Right. You know? So um, that's where I was staying, man. I went to L.A. and hung out with my buddies. That was, you know, we were true actors and trained to be actors. And um, so I would hang out with them. And then I called Steve's manager. And he said, hey, man, how long you in town? I said, well, you know, Big Lou say we ain't, we, we, we going to be here for a few months. He said, won't you come on down and hang out with your uncle on the radio? I said, oh, that's cool. I say, I say, what time? He say, about 5, 5.30. What? But I, I ain't even thinking like that. I'm thinking like, all right, cool. When I get through having dinner, you know, I come on through there and see what y'all doing, six, six, about 6 in the evening. He's like, no, 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 no. In the morning, dog. I say, what? Can, say, before you move, tell him about that comedic time difference. Hey. 5 in the morning in the comedy we, we, world. We graveyard shift over <laughs> exactly. here. Exactly. You know, so I got up. I said, man, uh, we don't quit shooting dice till 3 in the morning. Exactly. You know? So, I man, I get up, go to the radio station, 5.30 in the morning, and I get on the radio with Uncle Steve, and it's just, you know, basically what we've been doing. We just talk smack to each other. Right. Man, we talk smack for about a week, and it was a home run hitter in Los Angeles. And, you know, the as far as they concerned, the nephew was born. It right. was something new. 
And I told Uncle Steve, I said, man, I could do this to Luther Carl. I said, but I can't be just playing with you on the radio. And, dog, here's the blessing. Big Luther got sick. That ain't no blessing. Pastor. <laughs> well, it ain't a blessing. It ain't That ain't a blessing. <laughs> that ain't no blessing. The blessing is this. I thought I was going to go, going to go back out with Big Luther. Big Luther passed away, and and it's kind of like God gave me a job before I even knew I needed right. one. Man. That's that. And now I, that I can see. There I was on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and here it is now. It's 13 years later. I'm That's what I was just about to say. 13 I've got the years later. Relationship. <laughs> is man. that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. So I'm on the radio, slanging jokes, still uh, slanging jokes to the nightclubs. Sometimes I go hit the big venues. I did a tour that sold out all over country, man. So you say it like it's just so. Yeah, the tour sold out all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't always been that way. It's been no. some, it's been some nights nice, you was like, eh, tell me about oh, the grind, man. Tell yeah. me how you got there. It's been some nights nice, you be like, eh, this I, we shouldn't have done this one. Yeah. When we said we was gonna come over here and do the people that own the funeral home and do a show for them, there wasn't no good. Job. And then no you figured job. out they wanted to do the show at the funeral. Oh home. man, I didn't. What, what's the craziest place you've been? I think the craziest place I've been is at somebody's house. Dude booked me. He said, "Man, you you funny as hell, bro. You one of my favorite comedians. You tell me what you want." I told him what I wanted, and then I got. I was like, "Where you want me to tell jokes at?" He said, "Bro, just go to the top of the steps." Yeah. Wow. That's it. You was on the top. He of the paid steps. me. Yeah. He paid me exactly what I asked and for. You spit him out, and I spit him out. Hung out at the party, met about seven chicks, and it was cool. There bro. you go. It was cool. I'd have been at a raggedy car dealership. Used car dealership. They still booking over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm to get some numbers you out your get phone, bro. Man, I done been booked in some crazy places, man. Yeah. Some crazy places, but you Used know, car dealership. Yeah, used car dealership, man. One. And then they, they got some, but it was some cars jacked up, had just been being worked on. Wow. All stains on the floor. But they yeah. could, they party in there late at night. They do. And I was, You'd be I, surprised the little nooks and places that oh we end God. up as comedians, man. Back of a liquor store, been back there and performed. Bro, I performed at a baby shower. You ain't never been paid in crown, though. I ain't. No. I done been paid in crown, bro. Bro tried to give me $400 <laughs> worth of weed. I was like, I got to fly out in the morning. <laughs> I'll hold it till you can come till up with, with the, the rest, paper. but I ain't, you know I'm not finna smoke it. He did try to come up sharp, oh. though, man. Tell me about the movies, man. You Think Like a Man. Think Like a Man was good. Baggage Claim. Cameo appearance in there. Yeah. And, uh, Cameo and Baggins. Well, you know, Baggins Clan, that's my boy. That's David Towers. So anytime you see Dave doing something, nine yeah. times out of ten, I'm going to be doing nine it. Nine times out of I need some partners, you man. My partners, partners don't be doing shit. <laughs> Come on, put me on. Put me on your radio show. This is a podcast, man. Hey, man, you know what you could do, man? Go jump in some of them plays, man. Yeah, because that's what you do. That's how you get on. You just walk in and be like, I'm in this bitch. You jump You jump in them plays, bro. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna, it's gonna sharpen. Give them numbers at your phone. I got you. I'm trying to I be in mama. I need my hair braided. Since I got out to pen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel me? <laughs> Shit, that's, that's, a, the, that's the new play that we coming out with. They got 101 Mama, I need dates. need my hair braided since I got out to pen. That one right there. Coming to a location nearest you. We starting off in Indianapolis. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going we gonna to have that thing in a 400-seater. That's what's up, man. What is it like working every morning on the, on the radio show, though? It's good. I mean, the only discipline, man, is, is getting up. You know, I used to come in. I used to come in, man, like, Pen and pad and say, okay, I got this joke I'm going to do and this joke I'm going to do. And Steve say, hell is your ass right now, let down fuck. We ain't fits to do none of that. <laughs> and just this take what, my little jokes and throw them off, man. This is what people don't understand. <laughs> Tell everybody how gangster Steve Harvey really is. He gangster. Man. He a gangster. He gangster. <laughs> people don't know it. 
But he, he a straight trip, man, but he a lot of fun. He taught me how to come into the radio station with an open mind and just say what come off the top of your head. And, 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 and your jokes just start just coming, man, and to the point where everything you say in the morning, even when they turn it off, I'm still talking crazy and it's still exactly. and it's still rolling. And then you you sitting back and you, sometimes you can um like if I'm in Los Angeles, <clears throat> I can hear myself when I'm leave, when I leave the studio. Yeah. The show is, is is recorded. Yeah. So I actually get to hear myself while I'm driving back to my hotel room. I'm like, damn that shit funny. Yeah. I didn't even know I said that shit right there. And and it's and it's all just just stay in the moment and just say what's on your mind in the moment and the jokes just start. And this how you know you getting the results that you want. You got some of the craziest fans on the whole show. Oh yeah. Tell us about your fans, man. Cause I be see, like I you know, I got you on all the social media, so man, I be seeing all the comments and I got some people that be following me, man, that they are some ride or die. I love them to death from Facebook to Instagram. You name it, Twitter. I got some. What's your fun. drop? Your, drop your social media. Cause at, you know this at, the eighty-five South show. We do whatever the hell we want to do. Eighty-five South, here. baby, not North but South. All exactly. Right? So hit your boy at thomasmiles.com. It's my website. You go hang. Matter of fact, just go to thomasmiles.com. You hang did on. just launch your website, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The just, new joint revamped. I see all the characters that, on all there. All characters on there. You see all that. You can also place um if you want me to prank somebody, you can hit that button on there. I can prank somebody for you. Drop it one more time. Thomasmiles.com. If you okay. can't spell that, then you only be going in no way. Thomasmiles.com. You can hit the you can hit the icon for Twitter, for Facebook, all of your Instagram, any social media. You can hit it right there and holler at your boy. Join up with me. I got one point. Five millions on Facebook, and it's, it, you know, it keep getting bigger and bigger. That's what's up, man. I what's love up? how you steal yourself, and the success don't oh, you ever keep... change, you, mm -hmm. man. Stay real, man. Stay, Stay real. real. You don't know when you when you might have to come back down, bro. You know, we got a lot of <laughs> listeners out here. Tell them what's some of the tricks to staying real. Stay what, real. You know you what? You can't you can't let the money get to you. You know, you can't you can't. Um, the quickest you got it, I think God can take it from you just as fast. Yeah, and you'll be you'll be back down rock bottom, man. So I'm I just I just thank the Lord for where I am, how blessed I am, being able to to uh, take care of my family, man. I, I um, me and my baby sister just bought my mom a house, you know. So shout that, out to baby sister, baby sis, man. She's smartest thing. She I funny? Know. Mm, no, she ain't funny. She's, She's straight smart. My sister went to Japan and taught English. Whoa, whoa. My sister sit back and read the Japanese newspaper. She wanted him. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted him, huh? She wanted him. That's the one to get a speech at graduation. She wanted him. Wanted him. Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. But um, it's been a pleasure, man. We've been I'm, I'm on 85 South, baby. No, I can't believe you actually found time to come kick it. I got time. Kick it in the gutter with the low balls. I got time. If this the gutter, I'm enjoying this it. This the gutter, man. I likes the gutter. I gets down in the gutter. I still go to the hole in the wall to kick it, baby. Man, we had dead. We had snuck it dead about ten episodes before Steve even though we was in the studio. <laughs> in here? Yeah, <laughs> boy. We, we were ten episodes deep. Man. Like, they doing what? And I know what he said. Fuck is y'all doing? <laughs> He walked in, he said, who is these who niggas? Who the fuck is these niggas exactly. in my shit? Hello. <laughs> he ain't kick us out though, man. So shout out to the big Uncle Steve, man. Yes, sir. 85 South, baby. Make sure you tune in all the time and hang out with my boy who is straight ignorant on his way up. You and I'm going to give him some man. numbers out of my phone. You got to. We're going to get him up a little higher, Hold up. Little higher, me, little before higher. you go, you got to do this, man. What's that? Like, this has become one of everybody's favorite parts of the show. 
like we we tell who we tell the audience who this show is for, right? Okay. Like the '85 South show. This show is for light skinned girls with dark skinned nipples. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's that's the type of show that we have. Yeah. So it's like so, the '85 so, South show is for women with big hips and no ass. Yes. So it's just big on the side and flat across the back. Right. She turn around. You be like, yes. where the ass go? Yes, okay. So the 85 on. South Show is for women who got pretty edges and short hair. That's that's what we, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> 85 South Show you know is for women who used to have big titties, then you lost weight, now you miss your big titties. That's yeah. who we do it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saggy titties, but still breastfeeding. You feel e me? Exactly. Yeah. Hey, this girl at the comedy <laughs> show told me her baby drunk her titties up. <laughs> They was big, now they gone. You said the baby, the drunk, the titties. Yeah, and powder milks, too. Exactly. Those. We have much love to you all. Exactly, man. The 85 South show is for niggas yeah. who go to the club mm -hmm. and act like they in VIP, yeah. but it's just their homeboy. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what we yeah. do this show for. This, is, this 85 South show is for the women who have not got the memo to shave their crotch yet and walking around with that big ass puff of hair. You know we, we don't call understand that. this fucking African goo to do you have down there. You know what that's called? What is that called? That's called a waltz nest. Right there, that black waltz nest, that shit. All right, if we get entangled up getting in there, it's a fucking problem. Okay? The 85 sorry. South Show is for people who have sex and don't get no towel, just lay there. Yeah, and with then the fan just on. dry right there. Exactly. That's nasty. Exactly. All right, now you got to pull yourself away from yourself because you're stuck to yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that. That's who this show is for, okay. though, man. Don't ever That's think it. we forget about our core audience. <laughs> Nephew Tommy, we're going to be on your we're going to hit the website. We're going to make sure we keep supporting you on, on the morning radio show. The Facebook yes. fan page is jumping out the gym. You are hilarious. Please yes. keep doing the prank phone calls. Because yes. now it's, it's to the point where you damn near got to be a ninja to pull off a prank <laughs> phone call. I don't know how you get by caller ID. <sighs> I don't, you pulled that off. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got you to call. Every time you call, it look like student loan calling. <laughs> You gotta come from a different location, partner. And he and, and my man uh, Cat Dog back here on the board. He got he got some Cat gadgets. Fool on yeah, that fool. Board, he got man. some gadgets back there to make it happen. Hell yeah, man. What we 85 South is for uh -oh. Uh, uh -oh. Un uncircumcised guys that can't get their rubber on. It's for y'all. This is exactly who this is for. <laughs> 85 South shows for women with them long pussy lips that look like bat wings. Woo! All right. Yeah, 85 South shows for all the chubby women with them little B-cup breasts. Your body big, but your whole chest area small. Looking oh, like Grimace. Man. You uh, know Grimace, the big purple thing? Yeah. Yeah, it look yeah. like Grimace. Yeah. 85 South is when you, uh, it's for the girls that pass gas when you hit them from behind. You little dirty motherfucker. Yo, yo. It's talking to you. You pooed it. That, I smell it. 85 South shows for women who got real asses, but they got dimples in it like a golf ball. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We love our core audience, man. That's what we do it for. 85 South is for uh, those that got gonorrhea and got it last year and still ain't went to the clinic yet. Exactly. Got that 85 you know South shows. Now you just blind and a motherfucker, you know? The 85 South show is for niggas who got an STD and just used their girl medicine. Now y'all both just kind of got it. Split the medicine with her. <laughs> oh, shit. It's for the tall niggas who can't hoop. <laughs> this show is for lesbians who don't like eating coochie. That's yeah. who we doing this for, yeah. man. Yes.
This is for all the, all the lesbians that um, got them super strap-ons on that hang below your knees and you just wearing your gal ass the fuck out. <laughs> 85 South Show for all them little stud lesbians that accidentally sat on the strap on. <laughs> kind of liked it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 85 South is for uh, uh, the hard lesbian dude looking person <laughs> that still wants some dick on the side. Yo ass. Exactly. <laughs> 85 South Show is a podcast for all the homeless strippers who live with another stripper and they beefing because she don't want to pay no bills. <laughs> Yeah, 85 South is for all the women that's got a pussy on their hip talking about trying to, trying to make some money on the side. You know what I'm saying? It's for y'all. Yeah, that's who it's for, man. 85 South is for uh, all the dogs that got stuck in the middle of the street and can't nobody unglue them. Yeah. You know. That's what he, That's exactly what it's yeah, for, Yeah, all that man. fucking in the highway. You know who you are. The 85, the 85 South Shore is for that uncle who try to convince you that buying pussy is okay. That, that's who this is for. <laughs> Shit, ain't nothing wrong with it. Give her a few dollars. <sighs> we out here, nephew. We out, baby. We are out One here. Love. Thank you, my nigga. <laughs> oh. 85 South, 85 South is for uh, uh, praise dancers that be twerking on the slide. You know what I'm saying? You know who you know who your ass is. You ought to quit that now. You to- 85. <laughs> 85. 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect i'm 19 strong and asthmatic and at higher risk get vaccinated but but nothing when grandma speaks grandson listens 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or chronic heart disease or 65 plus you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.